On today's show, I have special guest, Dr. Anthony Balduzzi. He's the founder of the Fit Father and Fit Mother Project, where he's helped over 60,000 families in over 100 countries. On today's show, we get into why health is a bedrock to being a great dad, the current epidemic of unhealthy dads are sick, modern culture, how busy dads can create sustainable systems routines for great health and fitness for themselves and as role models for their families. Have a listen. There's a voice deep inside every dad calling him to lead. Society, vices, inner demons, negative thoughts try to dampen and drown out that voice, but it never goes away. Your wife feels it, your children feel it, and your heart and soul feel it too. It's the voice that starts off as a whisper, but then becomes a calling. A calling to be the tip of the spear for your family. A calling to play all out and lead by example for your children. A calling to build a legacy that will go on for generations. A calling to be the warrior dad you were born to be. Dads, our children need us now more than ever. To be that beacon of hope, courage, positivity, and strength. It's time to rise as warrior dads together as a brotherhood. If you felt that twinge in your soul, it's time for the warrior dad experience. Welcome to the show. I'm extremely pumped up and excited to have Dr. Anthony Balduzzi on the show. Dr. Anthony, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on the Warrior Dad podcast. Yeah, I am pumped to uh, to dive into it. It's a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Let's start where we always start. Dad situation for you. What's the dad situation you've got going on? And then let's dive into why health is is so important for dads. For sure. So I have a two-year-old daughter. Her name is Brooke Sage Balduzzi. And I'll just lay it all out there. I think this will be a, my, my aim of this conversation is that it's a personal conversation that gives both actionable health tips for dads, but also helps connect guys to the root of why health is so important. So I have my two-year-old daughter. Last year, somewhat unexpectedly, I got a divorce. So I'm a single dad. And I'm sure that'll come up and we'll speak about that a little bit, but I'd like to even rewind further than that. Uh, when I was growing up, I was born in Syracuse, New York. And I had a pretty average childhood. I have a younger brother, Nick. We love spending time outside, riding our bikes, playing basketball and hockey and all that. Okay. What was unique about my childhood, though, is, is I watched my dad and his health basically dwindle through our entire childhood. I think like many guys, he had a corporate job, East Coast, doing computer leasing. And he just busted his butt to put food on the table. He worked long hours. He was absolutely stressed, mm -hmm. slept at the office some nights. And he thought he was doing the best that he could for our family. Um, except one night, he fell out of bed. He had a violent seizure. We took him to the hospital and he was diagnosed with brain cancer. And for the next several years, I watched him go through chemotherapy, two rounds of brain surgery, radiation. He'd lost control of the entire left side of his body. And, and, and I saw how much he struggled with providing for everything he loved because he didn't have this basis of health. Uh, and, and eventually he died when he was 42 years old, when I was just nine. And it was just before my 10th birthday. And I remember on my 10th birthday, it was like the darkest moment of my life up to that point. I mean, we just moved to a new state. My dad had just died and I was blowing out those birthday candles. And I'm like, this is not where my life is heading. I was just so sick and tired of feeling so sad and confused. And I had this realization at that time. It's like health is so important. Like you lose this, you lose everything that you're working so hard for. Uh, my dad didn't get to see us grow up. He, he didn't get to you know play and provide and do all the things he loved because he didn't have his health. 
And so in my mind, you know, I wanted to become strong. I wanted to become stronger than cancer. And, and my mom gifted me a pair of my dad's old dumbbells. And okay. for the next several years, I hid them under my bed and I'd pull them out at night and I would train. Uh, and it was physical strengthening. I would do curls, squats, shoulder presses, and I didn't know exactly what I was doing at the time. I just knew when I was exerting myself in the direction of, of health and strength that I started to feel better and I started to heal mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And as I got stronger and I felt more whole, uh, that snowballed into a massive passion to pursue health and fitness like for myself. And then over the next several decades for, you know, into bodybuilding, medical school, and then seeing so many other dads who didn't necessarily have cancer, but were, were very much like my dad struggling to find the balance between a busy life and lots of priorities, lots of things pulling you in different directions and not being able to maintain this health stuff. Because we also have a culture, as we all know, that makes it so easy to be unhealthy. You know, convenience foods, you know, too busy to exercise, high levels of stress, not sleeping right, relying on substances. So the story, the, co the content might be different, but the context is exactly the same. Dads need to be healthy to provide for their families. It is challenging to do so in today's day and age. And so I sought to basically create a solution for busy dads to be able to do that. And it's the Fit Father Project. I've been running it for over 10 years. We've had over 60,000 dads in over 100 countries go through the program and make life-changing transformations. And yes, we have amazing programs and methodologies. Like our meal plans, workouts are, are great. They're tailored for dads, particularly guys over 40. But I think it's really about like the container of the transformation that's so powerful. It's about the mindset, the heart set, the habits, how to make this stuff sustainable. Like all of those things. That's the art of health transformation, not just the science. Because you go on like online, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Everyone's talking about a different kind of diet or workout or this hack or that hack for longevity. Like if those were the answer, we'd all be healthy, but it's not the case. The case is developing like a bulletproof health routine that works for you and your family that fits into your schedule. And, and that is realistic. And, and that's what I help guys do. I love that. What one, sorry for the loss of your, your dad. I lost my mom a little over nine years ago to cancer. So I, I know yeah. how that can just transform, right? Be a seminal moment in, in your lives. You were nine at the time. I was just almost turning 40. Did you, were you aware of your dad's declining health? Did you see it back then as you kind of, you know, connect the dots and what happened? Oh, for sure. I mean, it was so apparent. Like, I mean, my dad got sick in his, in his mid thirties and then died in his forties. And I mean, like he had, he had brain surgery and this is brain surgery like <laughs> decades ago. So they cut open his skull. They didn't have the same technology. I mean, he lost control over the entire left side of his body, he had to walk with a cane. Um, and you know, it was kind of a wild story, but I remember the, the day my, well, you know, we moved after my dad was getting really sick. We moved from East coast to Syracuse, uh, from Sarah, sorry, from Toronto, Canada to, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, where I reside now. And we were in a house at the time. Cause my parents were looking for a place for us to kind of like maybe start a new life. But we knew my dad's health was declining. He was in my parents' bedroom, um, hospice bed, you know, basically dying. Yep. And I, I went down to the basketball court this one day, um, to blow off some steam and I was playing rough with the boys. And I got pushed and I fell and I snapped my arm and had to go to the hospital overnight to get emergency surgery. So my mom took me there and then she goes back home uh, to take care of my dad that night because she couldn't stay to watch me overnight for surgery. And so I'm having surgery that night. And, and while I'm having surgery, my mom whispers in my dad's ear, Peter, you know, I don't know when you need to go, but if you need to go, go right now because I want you in that hospital room with Anthony. And that was literally the moment that he let go and died. So he died the night I was in the hospital. And I bring that up to say, yeah, it was very apparent that my dad was was slowly dying. And it was a series of it was long and fast at the same time. I mean, to 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 hear that my dad died, you know, getting picked up with a with a cast on my arm was was pretty powerful. But, yeah, I, I saw him like, 
you know, I remember even like he would get mad at us and, you know, want to do some discipline and get us and we'd be able to run away from him because he had a cane and, and get up in the bunk beds and like hide in the crack so he couldn't get us. So he was absolutely frustrated. He didn't have the physical vitality to do everything from play with us to even discipline us. Right, right. So true. So let's go to dads today. You mentioned, hey, what's what's the environment, right? Because I, I think awareness is so key. I mean, I feel like so many people are, especially dads, are plugged into the matrix. They don't even know that they're unhealthy. They don't know that this is not the way to be. So describe kind of the environment of society and for dads in general that, that you're seeing in your experience. All right. I mean, it's so apparent. Like, let's just start with the statistics. You know, I just probably about 70% of, of men and dad, probably many dads, but men over 40 are overweight, obese, taking one or multiple prescription medications, stressed and not sleeping well. Sleep apnea is, is, is high for a lot of guys. They're not sleeping well. Diabetes, pre-diabetes are super high. Heart disease is the number one killer of men. That is going rampant right now. And I think it's just all been so normalized, right? The, the idea of the dad bod, that it's like, okay, to carry extra weight. You know, you get your wife, you get your family, you know, you can kind of settle down, relax a little bit. And like, it's okay to just be overweight because everyone else is. It creates a normalization in the mindset of, of our culture. Um, mm -hmm. And unfortunately, like, that fat is not just cute. It's, it's not just like, Oh, I dad's got a belly. It's not just like, Oh, you know, I like to eat stuff like this. Like that is the visceral fat around your organs, creating inflammation and really like taking years off your life. Um, and, and, and honestly, the problem is food, right? Food is the problem. It's not that guys are, are doing the lack of exercise, although exercise is important, but that's the mindset that the dads are stuck in. They think they need to go like work off the, the weight. I just need to be able to get in and do more in the gym and exercise more. That's right. not where you start at all. You know, it, food is food and mindset, food, mindset, and sleep and hydration are the places you start. Um, but particularly food, I want to bring that up because food is mm -hmm. so unique in that if you don't exercise, but you eat super healthy, you can still lose weight and actually be quite healthy. Um, if you eat like crap, even if you're trying to push hard with exercise, your body's going to be in an inflammatory, dysregulated state. And today's food is either healthy or poisonous. And most of the modern convenience foods, you know, the processed grains, uh, unhealthy oils, high sugars, you know, all this, all this crap that we know is not good for us is literally toxic for our bodies. Um, and it's affecting our brains as well. It's affecting our, our kids and, and what they're seeing us do. So the, the environment is that we're also very stressed, very busy. Dads want to hard charge. We want to do a lot of things. We want to push at work. We want to make time for our families. And so the, the idea that creeps into the back of many dads' minds is I don't have the time to blank. I don't have the time to exercise. Yep. I don't have the time to meal prep or cook healthy food. And, yep. and that mindset is rooted in, in a logical fallacy. And that fallacy is that your body and your health is somehow different than the rest of your life. It's like your body and your health, is a Venn diet, like a circle of a Venn diagram over here. And the rest of your life is something separate over here. That is just right. strictly not true. As, as humans, we are embodied. We have these bodies and we take them everywhere they go. And the health of the body in terms of the energy, the clarity of thinking that you have, the confidence that you have literally is the backdrop that colors all of your experience. Like if you take a guy who's unhealthy and you go him through a 90 day program and you get him very healthy, like his outlook on life changes because his neurotransmitters have changed. His gut bacteria have changed. You know, his digestion has changed. His confidence has changed. So everything changes. And so if you don't think you have the time for this, you basically are choosing to have a life that is that is suboptimal to what you could be. And I'm going to layer on a deeper aspect here. And, and just because I'm, I'm very honest and, and transparent here, like mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a man of faith and I've had a lot of experiences in my life that have brought me to this, certainly my dad's death and also my divorce. Like I believe that to, to be here and to live in accordance with, with God and natural law is to keep this body healthy. And, and in fact, mm -hmm. we are healthy when we're living in accordance with the natural law. 
the good food, the circadian rhythm, the movement, the breathing, the stress regulation, nervous system regulation. And we cannot be whole because health means wholeness until we have this physical domain. And I know there's a lot of guys listening to this that feel like they're successful in their family lives, successful in their work life, but have this health component that just hasn't been there. And I'm telling you, when you get this rounded out and you have health on all levels of your life, you will feel a degree of integrity that is only accessible through creating this level of wholeness. And until you do that, you're, you're not going to be there. And I, my spiritual connection is, is deepest and greatest. And I can hear God. And I feel like I'm on purpose when I'm taking best care of my health and my body. My mind is more mentally clear. I'm more connected to purpose. And so this is like a holistic game. It's not just like this is fitness. This is your whole life. It just happens to come down to your habits and daily routines. And that's what I help guys improve their daily routine and make it simple, sustainable. They're eating healthier foods They're getting exercise in, in a way that's time efficient. They're staying on track with their mindset and they're around supportive guys who are doing the same. Love it. What uh, you mentioned nutrition, right? It starts there. So let's, let's give some actionable tips, tricks, strategies for, for dads that are in that boat that are saying, listen, I'm taking care of everything else. My health is just not a priority. What, what are some things from a nutrition, a, a fuel perspective that the dads can do to start to chip away and, and be, you know, that optimal self that they can be? For sure. It's, it's a great place to start. And I think the life experience that we have is so amazing because like we get a fresh new day every single day, right? It's like a unit of life, you know, yeah. this period of time and, and, and learning how to like navigate that with good habits and routines and a system and a structure is what helps you get traction. Um, okay. So I think the first place many guys start when they think about nutrition is what food should I eat or at a deeper level, like what diet should I follow? But that is the wrong place to start. Just okay. like the body is laid out on structure, like we have a skeletal system that provides structure for our muscles to hang off of and move and organs to sit in between. We need to think about our structure with our meal timing and our meal schedule as the proactive structure that gets us there. And so okay. we, we helped guys in step one of our nutrition plan is help people decide what their proactive meal timing schedule setup is. A couple of ones work really well for guys. The, clock, the classic breakfast, lunch, snack, and dinner. So this might be breakfast at seven, lunch at noon, small snack at three, dinner at six. And those times are flexible, but it's like the breakfast, lunch, snack, and dinner. It could be intermittent fasting. And that mm -hmm. might mean that you shift that first meal back a couple hours till 10, 30, 11. Um, and then you have maybe that 11 o'clock meal, a snack at three, dinner at six. So you're having two meals with one snack. That's also a good setup. Um, it could also be intermittent fasting the other way where you have an early breakfast and then you wait a little bit and you have like an early dinner and then you kind of fast more in the evening. That's also a very viable setup. But the key thing is we want to move nutrition from being reactive to proactive. And that starts with actually having a scheduled plan that are behavioral hooks for us to come onto every single day. So we help guys decide with that meal timing schedule setup. And it might not be the same every single day. It might right. be some intermittent fasting during the week when you're um, in a busy workflow. And on the weekend, you make breakfast with your family. Like mm -hmm. that is very, this is variable. But the idea of starting to think in this way is creating a different cognitive architecture that's going to help you be a lot more sustainable because let's say you slipped up one night, you have a good, a good meal one to get onto the next day. Cause it's okay to deviate a little bit. It's just not okay to like deviate for months, if not years, it's just about small course corrections. Right. Now, when it comes to nutrition, we're balancing two forces. We're balancing the forces of consistency and variety. We can imagine a meal a type of eating plan that's super consistent. That's like the classic, like chicken and broccoli, which isn't even mm -hmm. that healthy, but it's like be so boring. No one would be able to do it. But we right. also imagine something that has so much variety that there's no traction. And so what we think what I, what I believe in from helping so many guys and especially busy dads is that the morning meals, particularly meal one and maybe meal two are times to standardize them, to make them go to meals. 
they're dialed in. They're pretty much pre-decided. They're giving your body the good nutrients you want. You don't need to think about it. And they're obviously, they're ideally easy to digest. And so what a day might look like on our fit father meal plan is the first thing we do when we wake up is we rehydrate with 20 to 32 ounces of pure water. And this means like filtered water, whatever kind of filter system you have, if you have reverse osmosis, if you have some carbon filter, I mean, some are better than others. We can go down the rabbit hole on that, but your body needs water first thing in the morning and ideally add some minerals to that water. Um, and I would say like the, the easiest way to add minerals, if you don't want to get a supplement would be a pinch of some Celtic sea salt. You know, like I'd say maybe like this, maybe like a quarter teaspoon to an eighth of a teaspoon, a pinch of some Celtic sea salt or uh, a pinch of some pink Himalayan sea salt. And, and the simple without getting too deep into the weeds, all of our cells are trying to conduct electrical voltage. And these electrolytes that we provide are what gives our cells the ability to maintain negative voltage, to signal to one another. We need these electrolytes in water first thing in the morning. Before you get the coffee, get the water, get a big bolus of it, start your day with that. You know, it, it's, it's, it's kind of poetic that our bodies are 70% water. The planet is 70% water. All of right. our cells are filled with this structured colloid water called that, uh, that calls, what we call cytoplasm. So get the water first thing in the morning. That's a really powerful, like, it's not just the fact that you're hydrating. It's like a behavioral hook. Almost you can think of it as like a prayer that like whoosh, today I'm mm -hmm. choosing better health. So that's yep. great. Now we can talk about the exercise piece and where that may slot in for any given dad. I'm going to skip ahead to meal number one. Whenever that comes, whether you're intermittent fasting or having an early breakfast, there's a couple things that work well for guys. Uh, one, I said that meal needs to be simple, convenient, high in nutrition. Um, and I think what it comes down to is there's a couple types of recipes that work. One is making some kind of power shake or power smoothie. And this would be getting some kind of protein powder that you enjoy. It could be whey. It could be plant-based. You got to kind of experiment to what you like and what, what actually helps your body feel good. And then throwing in a lot of good micronutrients, like stuff that we, we throw in our shakes for Fit Father uh, might be some things like wild, frozen wild blueberries, some mm -hmm. cacao powder, which is really high in magnesium, as well as a, a compound called theobromine that makes your mood get very elevated. We might throw in some chia seeds or hemp seeds, a little bit of some arugula and some greens, maybe some almond milk, um, and, and, you know, maybe some other kinds of greens powder, but like idea, like blend up this amazing smoothie that's low in carbs, high in healthy fats and proteins. That is the exact recipe in the morning. That's going to help you give you a lot of energy. So to kind of like zoom out a little bit, what the body really needs first thing in the morning for, from a nutrition standpoint or not first thing, but first meal is mm -hmm. to get healthy fats, good amount of fiber and amount of protein. The carbs can be lower, but they don't need to be a completely low carb kind of scenario. Like it's okay to have some berries or a green tip banana in your smoothie. Like all that stuff's like totally fine, but you don't want to have a high carb breakfast. Your body naturally rises cortisol in the morning, which is this hormone that activates us and wakes us up. One of cortisol's jobs is to naturally liberate glucose. Um, so we have plenty of free glucose available in the morning, just from the natural cortisol rhythm. Having a high carb breakfast is like a guaranteed way to dysregulate your uh, your blood sugar levels. So a shake is a good example. Another okay. thing is like an egg based recipe. These are great. Like eggs have been super villainized, um, mm -hmm. you know, over the last 10, 20 years, but I think we're coming back around and understanding that dietary cholesterol is certainly different than blood cholesterol. Now there's probably a small percentage of guys who genetically have, have, have a genetic hypercholesterol anemia like, and that runs in their families. And that might only be 5% of people who, you know, may actually not want to have a high amount of eggs. But for the mo vast majority of people, if you can get like a pasture raised egg, a high quality egg where that egg yolk is orange, that mm -hmm. thing is so rich in amazing, uh, amazing nutrients that'll improve your health substantially. One of the things that the eggs are highest in is called acetylcholine. Uh, this is the a backbone of your main neurotransmitter. Um, so the, the eggs, uh, the eggs provide the choline, your brain makes acetylcholine. This makes you feel super sharp. Eggs are full of the, the vitamins A, D, E, and K. They have some powerful antioxidants. So that yolk is really amazing. 
And this is something a lot of people don't know, but it's actually not a good idea to really cook that yolk too much. You actually want to keep that yolk runny because the heat denatures some of those fats. So a loose scramble could be okay. Sunny side up could be okay. A soft boiled egg could be okay. But imagine a breakfast with like three eggs. You can have a side of any kind of like turkey or some kind of other meat if you want, but absolutely unnecessary. And maybe you have a side of berries or you have a side of like some, some sauerkraut or some fermented foods, but like eggs plus something, eggs plus avocado, eggs plus berries, mm -hmm. a little bit of an egg omelet with a little cheese and some turkey bacon. Eggs are phenomenal. They're an easy to digest protein, tons of amino acids, good healthy fats. And honestly, the amount of, if you can eat more avocados in your life, if you like those, absolutely phenomenal superfood for so many reasons fiber, magnesium, vitamins, help stabilize your blood sugar. But if you dial in this meal one, and it's something, like I said, the shake or the egg-based recipe, it's really turnkey. You don't need to think about it. Um, you can even prep it the night before if you want. And like, that's going to keep you full for a number of hours. No, I, I love that. And I love how you said those one or two meals, make them the same, right? So you don't need to expend brain power on what you're going to eat. And, and then it's easier to habitualize. I mean, I've seen the difference. I'm a huge fan of eggs and yes, they've been vilified. Now we're finally turning the corner. I mean, I have five eggs and an avocado almost every, every single That's morning. It. Perfect. Right? Perfect, I, perfect I, breakfast. I have that almost every single, and it's amazing when you get the different type of eggs, the ones yep. that are, the yolk is bright orange. Yes. You know, those are the ones you're, you're after. So very, very important to be picky and, and, pick those ones that, that really hit the, uh, you know, hit the mark from, from that perspective. And that, that gives you the fuel, like you said, I mean, the science of it is so important, mm -hmm. right. Of understanding, Hey, that's lighting up our, all, everything we do. I like to say throughout our days impacts everything else we do. So if you're going to yep. start out with hydration, all of a sudden you flood the body, it's 70% water. Great way to start. Great way to get a meal in to, to start. What else from a nutrition perspective, low hanging fruit can dads sure. kind of cut out of their diet that is really kind of stopping them in their tracks. For sure. Okay. So stop snacking, like have discrete meals. Like okay. our metabolism wants to effectively have food comes in, digestion happens, blood sugar may elevate, you know, for having some carbohydrates, insulin does its action. And then we get back down to baseline. You want this whole process of food coming in to be like a discrete move where the body takes care of business and gets back to baseline and has a gotcha. long period of being basically at equilibrium. Every time we eat, we're creating a degree of disequilibrium in the body. We're creating digestive stress where our brain and our GI tract are constantly in a tug of war for blood flow. And mm -hmm. so when we eat heavy foods and a lot of food, like we get blood shunted from the brain to the GI tract to do that. Um, right. as well as let alone if we're having just small snacks and hits of sugar, you're constantly elevating your blood glucose, you're constantly elevating your insulin. And we know that most chronic disease today is, is, is absolutely linked to high blood sugar levels, insulin resistance from us cranking out insulin all the time that is going to lead to fat gain. And it gets us on this addiction roller coaster cycle, because a lot of these foods that are very sweet and the snacky foods actually give us little hits of serotonin and dopamine that like make us feel good temporarily, but keep us on this roller coaster. So this idea of standardizing your meals with discrete meals are, are really key. Um, and I, I kind of want to, I'm going to be quick enough because I know we're, we're getting close to time here, but I want to mm -hmm. quickly blast through um, the rest of the day. Okay. So lunch is really important to standardize as well. Uh, and I think this could be a couple things. You can overcook a healthy dinner the night before. Um, and I'll, I'll quickly get into dinner. The concept we teach in Fit Father is to build something we call a perfect plate, which is like, if you look at a plate of food, half of that plate was some, was some filled with some kind of fibrous veggie you love. A quarter of that plate is filled with some kind of protein you love. And the final quarter is filled with some kind of healthy carb or healthy fat. So okay. this could look like a uh, steak. 
a sweet potato with a side salad, salmon, rice, asparagus. It could be some kind of like turkey chili, if you will, or, or kind of taco scenario, fajita veggies with a little bit of rice. Um, and, and, you know, and I, I will tell you this, like, although there's a lot of people saying you need to like really lower your carbohydrates, dinner is a time, especially if you have kids and families that you can have a cup of carbohydrates, which is around 40 grams of carbs. And as long as you're eating a lower carbohydrate diet, these things don't have to be eliminated from your life. Like I've helped people lose literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of pounds at this point. And many of them are having carbohydrates. Even for lunch, there's a lot of guys on our program who have Ezekiel bread sandwiches. They mm -hmm. get this organic sprouted bread. They yep. tolerate it well. Avocado, turkey, mustard, uh, some greens. It's, it's absolutely delicious. And, and so imagine being able to lose weight and be healthy eating a sandwich for lunch. Or maybe right. it's a, a bowl or a protein salad. But imagine like something that like starts to slot in where you start to have some go-to foods. Dinner, you're going to work with your family. You can have more variety. And I'll say this too. I know we're kind of doing a gloss over of the concept here. This is exactly what we do inside our Fitvala program. We give you all the recipes, meal plans, step-by-step -step, workouts. We help you implement this. You're working with me and my coaches directly. So if you're here and interested, like, and you want someone to actually like onboard you onto this lifestyle and make it stick for you, like we can go and help you. Now for snacks, I think it's important for guys to figure out what their go-to snacks are because okay. there's that chasm between lunch and dinner where many people don't have a plan and you get hungry and then you overeat at dinner or you turn to some unhealthy stuff or you get another hit of caffeine. We all know the scenario. So getting some non-processed healthy snacks and having those like around, you're taking those with you. You take those when you travel, you take those to the office, they're with you is really key. Uh, great snacks are, are certain kinds of nuts. Like the healthiest ones are macadamia nuts, pistachios, and walnuts. These are, these are the best. Um, and if you can get them in a raw format, they're, they're even better, but having some nuts is great. Jerkies can be totally fine too for a high protein. They're a little higher in sodium, but as long as you're drinking plenty of water, that's not really right. an issue. Um, having some of the stone fruits like, uh, apples or, or pears, um, are, are great snacks. So you can almost pair the almond or the nuts with the, with the, with the stone fruit is really good. You know, those give you the fiber for your gut bacteria and you can find an, an apple basically anywhere. I do recommend you get your fruits like that kind of organic, um, a banana. If you get the banana when it's still green, not yellow, not spotted, don't eat those, the green banana that has those really unique prebiotic fibers. That's so good for your GI tract. And a banana is like, 50 to 70 cents. It's like super affordable. So imagine if you have a handful of macadamia nuts with a green tip banana, like that's a super easy thing that you could do basically anywhere you go. And then there are a number of protein bars that aren't total crap either. They're like, if you look like judge a protein bar and judge the foods that you eat in all cases, based off of how few ingredients they have, and yeah. they should be non-processed things. So if the bar has like five, six, seven ingredients, and it'll probably say something like, almonds, dates, egg whites, you know, mm -hmm. cacao powder or whatever, some little sea salt and something like that. And it's under, I'd say five grams of sugar. And it has at least 10 grams of protein. That thing's probably good to go for you. And you could have a bar that's a couple hundred calories and take those with you. But like the, the, the deeper message here is like dads, you need a system for nutrition. And I'll, and I'll, I'm glad we spent enough time here in nutrition, because if you don't get this nailed, you are, right. you're, you're, you're fighting a giant battle uphill. You cannot out exercise a bad diet, let alone when you get over 40 and you're busy, like your metabolism is just a lot more unforgiving. And so exercise is something you can do afterwards, but nutrition is the baseline. And the other thing I, maybe I'll go into just because we only have a few minutes mm -hmm. is, is basically to, to start to make the distinction between exercise and daily movement. Like there is a difference between daily movement and formal workouts. If we look around at the pockets of longevity around the world, the longest living people, the centenarians, yep. they aren't doing P90X workouts. They're walking, they're gardening. They're, they're right. just moving their bodies every day and they're living to a hundred plus. 
And yes. I think what we've done in Western culture is we've, we've packaged and commoditized workouts to be a discrete thing that must happen in 45 minutes in a specific yep. context. And that's a huge detriment because the human body is meant to move. We're meant to accumulate movement. We've had program members literally follow the meal timing structure that I've laid out for you. And these are guys in their fifties and lose a hundred pounds just with daily walking and doing nutrition like this and, and substantially improve their health and get off all prescription medications. No that's treadmill, awesome. no dumbbells. Obviously those things speed you up. They help right. you build muscle. They're amazing for you, but like get the daily walking in first. And I want guys to start getting the mentality of checking the movement box every single day. You can move, even if you're super busy, it may be a morning walk. It may be a walk after dinner and maybe taking a walk in midday, just accumulating steps. It could be getting a pull-up bar or doing some micro workouts and squats and like just set a goal for yourself in your office to do a hundred squats and a hundred pushups throughout the day. Like all that stuff mm -hmm. counts massively, even these micro workouts, but just getting some movement throughout the day is that's the box you need to check. And if you went to bed and you're like, man, I didn't move at all. Like that's a problem. And we know that prolonged sitting now is like so bad for your cardiovascular system and, and bad for your spine. It causes compression. So it's a good chance just to get up and get moving, get that blood flow and circulation going. And then formal workouts, you schedule those a couple times per week, like meetings. And the cool thing is if you're doing the right kind of workouts, if you work out even three times per week for like 30 to 45 minutes and you do that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or maybe you can only literally work out on the weekends because that's all the time you have. And you did right. one full body strength training session like all, all body full body for one hour that that's like a thousand times better than doing nothing but i think right. guys get stuck because they don't have the clarity of what exactly to do with their workouts and obviously the workouts need to be joint friendly time efficient work with your equipment that you have access to so that's what we help you do with fit father project but the workouts are completely secondary to the nutrition and the hydration no i i love it i i think we got such a basis right the hydration nutrition movement and you need to have a system right in in place so if a dad's interested, I know you want to offer something up to the Warrior Dad Network. I'll link it in the show notes. But where would they uh, go to go to find you and and go from there? So our website is fitfatherproject.com. You can find our programs and you can see hundreds of case studies. Um, and we also have a YouTube channel. Uh, we're with over seven hundred thousand subscribers, six hundred videos, like a lot of great stuff on there. You can find us Fit Father Project on YouTube if you like watching videos. But honestly, what I'll say this: if you've watched and listened to this up to this point. Like we have a two week trial, a free two week trial, like that you can click the link that's special for the warrior dad community. You can get in there. You literally try the entire program for two weeks for free. You get the meal plans, the workouts. We help you create a mission statement. You get into our community of thousands of other dads who are doing this. And like, it's completely free. Yes. You enter your credit card on the form. And if you want to stick with us past that, you can come with us for 39 bucks a month, which is like, honestly, in terms of an investment with your health is like the ROI on that is insane, but it's a two week trial. You can click the links and you can join the program. It's all delivered via our coaching and our app. So you'll get access to our app. It's available anywhere on the web, phone, tablet, whatever. We give you the meal plan, the workouts, and my coaches that will actually greet you after you start your trial, talk to you, make sure you get slotted in exactly. And we want to help you get such incredible results in two weeks. And I'll tell you this with our program, we regularly see guys lose five pounds in their first week. That's not all fat. It's a mix of bloat and water retention, but you're just going to feel so much better. Imagine having a system and structure that you can follow with zero guesswork, something that's low friction, fits into your lifestyle, helps you feel more alignment. And we work on the mind, body, and spirit together. If, if you listen to this and you've been looking for a health program, you haven't been able to stick to something. The Fit Father Project is your last stop. We would love to help you get this area of your life handled. Love it. Thank you, uh, Dr. Anthony, for being on the show. Appreciate the discussion. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Dare to be uncommon. Love, lead, legacy. Create a legendary day. And I'll talk to you soon. Dad, the voice you hear. 
the whisper you just can't shake, the one calling you to unleash the warrior dad from within. It will never go away. It will always be there. You can't run from it. You can't hide from it. It's waiting for you to get into the fight. It's waiting for you to chase your potential. It's waiting for you to lead. Lead yourself, your children, and your family. Your children are waiting, watching, and hoping. Hoping you act. Hoping you show them the way. Your legacy is on the line. The time is now. The time to rise as the warrior dad you were born to be. Dare to be uncommon. Love lead legacy. Create a legendary day.